This this story has no legs, so I'm just going to do it on the pre-show, but it is the greatest headline I came across this week, which was Randy Orton on the first time he smoked marijuana with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and it's just two tweets of Randy being like, great times hanging out with Snoop Dogg, doing a little pre-gaming Christmas tree emoji. <laughs> To be fair, if you have the chance to smoke with Snoop Dogg, you smoke with yeah. Snoop Dogg. Like I, I, I was about to say, the first time he... Unless you're CM Punk, like, yeah, you're yeah. gonna do it. I mean, the first time he smoked with Snoop Dogg, you mean the first time he met Snoop Dogg? Welcome to Fight Boys, the show about professional and not boys. so professional, professional and not so professional wrestling. I am the NXT Takeover, the Dylan. Uh, I am the Chamber Master, and also the only one that doesn't do the intro anymore ever. Blake Tanner. Hi. It's fucking. It's fucking me again, baby. I'm here. I'm smoking weed with Snoop Dogg, and we're having a fun old time over here. Ah. Uh. Uh, so wrestling, good shit, finally happened in wrestling. And I will say, my Undisputed Era breakup storyline, I missed some of the pieces and they were out of order, but it made Kyle O'Reilly a star and broke up the Undisputed Era. So in a way, I was 20% correct. Correct. Let you... I'll give you yeah. 15. I mean, you got there in the end, it's just your entire lead up was kind of wonky. Yeah. And completely wrong. Also, Bobby Fish <laughs> is dead. Also, also, uh, I didn't predict that Eli Drake would show up, but he would have a new stupid name that for some reason still does fit the Eli Drake. <laughs> like, say, I wonder if that was a requirement when he got signed. You guys can give me any name you want as long as it has three syllables anything more anything less i i'm walking that's exactly by the way um can somebody find me fucking apparently cameron grimes had a segment this week and i could not find it anywhere and i need to watch it because you know cameron grimes uh he oh he crashed his lambo yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he was Scott just was like telling oh, me about that last night it's pocket it's pocket change to cameron grimes <laughs> <laughs> You can kiss my... He had the greatest video ever at a takeover. Oh, yeah. That was, it was a music video, some weird country, some bluegrass rap that they just inserted the the, the, the audio clip of saying, To the moon! <laughs> that didn't work at all, yet it did. Yeah. You want to know why? Because Cameron Grimes is, is Cameron Grimes is wrestler of the year. Cameron Grimes is fucking... He's already running away with it at this point. He's fucking... Yeah. He doesn't mm-hmm. stop. He's the NXT golden boy now. Yeah. I do love how last week Dylan was like, this is the first takeover without the Undisputed Era. And then the show ended and Undisputed Era said, actually, it's, we're not only going to be on here, we're going to do the biggest thing we've ever done, which is break up. <laughs> Hold up. I do. But the biggest thing they ever did was when they fulfilled the prophecy of gold. Yeah, I do love the impetus behind the breakup, which wasn't 
Adam Cole's jealousy. Well, it kind of was, but it was the fact that they were inviting Finn basically to join UE, and Cole was like, "No, he's not our friend." Kick, and then Kyle yelled at well, him. No, and he it went, was the bit where it was the bit where where uh, it was partway through Finn doing his own thing instead of the UE thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so like Finn was about to like raise up the finger gun, and then like Cole saw it out of the side of his, side of his eye, and he was just like, "Knew it." Bam! You do our thing or nothing else. <laughs> That's it. Turns to Kyle. What? What did I do that was wrong? You know what? You Fuck see? you too, Kyle. Bam. It's like I was right, and if you don't believe me, I'll kick you in the fucking face too. <laughs> Roddy was just standing there looking sad. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Poor Roddy, just stuck in the middle, and then he. Just decided to kill Kyle O'Reilly on NXT by brain busting him onto steel steps. So yeah, I make. I, I don't know if we're gonna get Cole versus Finn first, or Cole versus Kyle first, or a triple threat. But good shit to Bruin. Listen, who's excited for the third breakup of Future Shock? <laughs> yeah. I really feel like. It's the it's the feud that keeps on giving. They haven't they haven't done Generico or uh, Sammy versus Kevin in WWE. So this is actually the first time that uh, that a rivalry has gone through three companies. Yeah, because they had a ma- they had a feud match in New Japan, Ring of Honor, and now NXT. <laughs> They're breaking down walls, man. They've opened the door. They've broken the door. It's Tony. Yeah. Oh, yeah, apparently that's because Callus is the invisible hand. Apparently, Tony Khan now is. It's not the impossible door. Is it the forbidden door the now? Forbidden yeah, door. I am the forbidden door because I'm open to. I'm open for business. Yeah, including WWE. He was like, "I'm begging you to come down to Tampa. See, or, yeah, come up to uh, Jacksonville. See what you're not that far away. Nope. Come on. Well, of course, if Jr. is to be believed, then they're already what got it in the works. <laughs> Kenny Omega, WWE World Champion. <laughs> I love the fucking post. From uh from McIntyre, where it's just him sitting in a chair and it says the WWE World Heavyweight Champion Drew McIntyre is not impressed. <laughs> Such good no, shit. No, the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. He's not impressed or amused. Oh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, who's my I'm I'm having to update our heels and baby faces sheet because from now on, end of the year, we're going to look at these to kind of... And I can't remember who mine was last week, because I know I changed it from Lacey. Uh, uh, so, so uh... Cesaro... I love the week after I complained... Oh, it was Cesaro. Perfect segue. The week after I complained about Cesaro not getting a babyface run, they give Cesaro the best babyface promo he has ever cut. But of course, it was on like Talking Smack. It was after the show. Well, of course, it was. That's where the. That's okay. They gave Ali the best promo of his career on Raw Talks. So. Yeah. yeah, so it fits. As a matter of fact, the yeah, WWE has been doing that for a long time. You remember when they had their exclusive interviews on the app? Uh huh. Oh, I'm th- I thought you were going to talk about The Miz's, like, epic promo he did on raw talk like years oh. ago yeah it was talking smack was that one talking yep. smack yeah yep daniel bryan walked off set before he beat mrs ass yep yeah it was such good shit dude uh but yeah cesaro got the mic and was just like 
I'm doing this to prove to people that if you work hard enough, no matter how long it's been, you can achieve your dreams. And I'm like, it's a basic premise, but my God, this Swiss Superman is convincing me I Swiss, can do Swiss it. Man. Swiss. Swiss cyborg. Yeah, he's the cyborg at this no, point. No, no, no. Sh- 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 shut your mouth. Wait, I'd love if now that he's a baby face, it's back to Swiss Superman. Just swaps it out. You see, cyborgs are villains. Superman's a well, hero. Well, I, I for one can't wait until they go with the moniker The Man of Swiss. The Man of Swiss. <laughs> that that would have been if Vince convinced him to wear one of those um the the gold the Golden Bay Packers cheese heads out to the ring. And he just was Green like, Bay Packers, nope, but gold, yes. No, Golden Bay, because of all the cheese they put in their rivers. <laughs> That's what so uh I, blake i've said so many wrong things in the past two minutes and that's the one you focus on <laughs> so so this just this just reminds me of uh so chris hero had this great thing where he was just like so it's not that vince mcmahon is out of touch it's that vince mcmahon yeah. doesn't care vince mcmahon doesn't want what you want vince mcmahon wants what vince mcmahon wants and sometimes that works and sometimes yeah. it really doesn't and that's everything you really need to know about WWE, is that Vince McMahon does not give a yeah. fuck about you. Uh, and he never has. Tony Khan does. Tony Khan, Tony Khan Tony loves Khan, you. Tony Khan, if you don't understand a storyline, you can tweet at him, and he will probably take a moment out of his day to just be like, well, here's what's happening. Here's why. Because like, I think one time somebody was like, wait, these people are five in the power rankings. Why are they getting a title shot? Well, you see. <laughs> and Tony just listed it all out. Tony will tell you everything. I feel like if the two of you, if for some reason, like, you just go both got into a discussion about your booking ideas and your booking, like, procedure, that you two would talk for six hours. <laughs> that's gen- That's whatever the opposite of generous is. Once again, I can't think. Tonight, I did get smoked out by Snoop Dogg before this show. <laughs> but, yeah, it would- I would- fucking love to is 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 snoop dog what you call the random stray outside <laughs> your house while you smoked an ounce by yourself no or... the dog definitely smoked with me which makes it a little bit worse um quick did, wait did the what is it like the monkey and fucking grandma's <laughs> did boy the, did the dog sell you the weed yeah <laughs> you guys don't have a weed dealing dog that lives outside Oh, I would fucking love it if all I had to do was, like, look at the stray that walks down the street every day, point some finger guns at him, and he brought me an ounce. Yeah, fuck it. If they ask about this, man, just tell him you don't inhale. (laughs) You're a dog. Yeah, man, I get searched every fucking day. It's the pit. What is is this, Wilfred? Oh, God. I haven't fucking seen Wilfred in so long. That's a good show, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, quick WWE news that really doesn't matter. Uh, Blake Christian got signed, who we fucking ruled at GCW when we went. I'm actually really yeah. excited for him. <laughs> for a moment, I thought you were specifically telling me that Christian got signed again to WWE. <laughs> hey, Blake, Christian got signed. <laughs> because that's exactly what you fucking do. <laughs> and also, a guy we like from GCW got signed. 
No, I, I'm down with that. I, I really like Blake Christian at GCW. Yeah, so, that was like the yeah. one guy who none of us really knew a lot about. And then he came out and said, you gonna know me afterwards, motherfucker. I believe, wasn't he the one who got torpedoed out of the ring towards like one of those massive metal stanchions and just grabbed onto it like a monkey, climbed up and then leaped back onto his opponent? <laughs> Uh, yes, he was, because he's fucking insane, and I loved it. They used that big-ass pole that was in the middle of this, uh, what was it called, the Basement East? Yeah, the um, Basement East. And he just swung around it like it was nothing. He was fucking great. I think he was in the opener, too. Yeah, he was the opener. Uh, in addition, WWE is uh, continuing to be pricks about third-party content, but now on normal social media. So if you go to, like, a cool restaurant and they're like, we'll pay you to take a picture in front of our restaurant and tell people how good it is, uh, no. That is a big nope You can take a picture all day, but if you get paid for it, that's the issue. Um, this was brought up because a lot of people were worried about Sammy for Syria, Sammy Zane's uh, fund. Uh, luckily... Oh, he, they, were, they were all really worried about Sammy Zane raising charity money for people in need. That's everything you need to know about Vince. No, Fuck no, no. I'm company. saying. I now refuse to talk about WWE news. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Holy shit. Oh, this is. F- okay. So, yeah, this is more fucked up as I continue to read because Sammy for, for Syria is exempt because obviously it still promotes WWE because it's one of their superstars. However. And also, Sammy doesn't get paid for it. So. Yeah. However, charities are included in the edict. In other words, if you try to do charity work and the charity pays you for your time, you will be in trouble. I've never wanted to punch a 70-year-old man more than Vince McMahon, and that is saying a lot. I think it's because we know he'll take it with stride. <laughs> He'd be down with it. Um, I I literally I literally hate everything that WWE stands yeah. for these oh, days. It's it's become almost like sad because I'll try to talk about WWE stuff that's kind of exciting. Like, oh, we're getting a Kofi Mania repeat kind of in the chamber, and Dylan's like, God is dead. <laughs> Nothing matters. I mean, seriously, it's just it especially after all of their shit moves over the last year, notwithstanding the last 20-something years. Yeah. Like, the last year, they just showed their stripes in spades, and they just are completely unapologetic about the bullshit they're doing. And I'll get into it a little bit later. That's right. And in fact, you know what? I wouldn't just punch Vince McMahon. I would challenge him to an exploding barbed wire death match because Tony Khan is a fucking, fucking madman. Yep. And then I'd shoot Vince in the face. What? With the barbed wire. <laughs> if I had if I had three bullets and if I had if I had two bullets and Vince McMahon Osama bin Laden and Hitler from the room, I would shoot Vince McMahon twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm upset cuz I don't know if they're actually going to do it. The barbed wire death match. I feel like this is kidding. No they are. Oh really? Like it's confirmed? Why would they? Why would they not do it? I don't know, but to me, it feels bait and switchy because it's so over the. It feels so over the top and ridiculous for you, people. You, wait, who, I'm so sorry. You think a match between Kenny Omega 
and John Moxley feels <laughs> over the top. I'm saying that just the description well, while of we're, it. While we're at it, why don't you tell me that you think water is wet and fucking, <laughs> like, the sky is blue? Why don't you tell me some more shit that's obvious? Well, I'm saying that, like, it feels like Kenny is mocking Moxley with this. It feels like Kenny is... No, 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 it feels like Kenny's lost his goddamn mind because he's coming out dressed like somebody from the NWA in 1987. And, like... No, this week he was dressed like a pirate. Kenny Omega was dressed stone cold like a pirate and challenged John Moxley to an exploding barbell. I'm not saying I don't want this to happen. I'm... I'm afraid. I'm afraid if they don't let this Wait, happen. are you saying, are you telling me that heel Kenny Omega has started to lose his grip on reality and his sanity <laughs> yeah. at the same time? What? Okay, now when this match gets called off and changed to something else... Don't come crying to me because I was the one who tried to warn you. Because to me, it's so ridiculously over the top that... Uh, are you are you are you kidding? Have you do you do realize how many fans of fucking uh of at at AEW were fans of the old like FMW like fucking like that's why they liked Luther like people should like Luther showed up and John Moxley was like holy shit is that Luther like because he knows about that crazy bullshit like the fucking cactus jack like exploding barbed wire ring matches like pe- the people working there know that why would they not do it Tony Khan is a walking encyclopedia of pro wrestling how did you think we wouldn't eventually go to bullshit crazy like FMW. I, I will say, I'm going to temper my expectations as long as there is some exploding not, barbed wire. I am, I am 100% behind this. Still, it's like, I'm. if it's not an exploding barbed wire death match, I'm quitting the show. <laughs> no, 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 because I need Blake to pay for the pay-per-view for me. Uh, <laughs> it's the only reason I'm still here, actually. It's like a lot of the uh, WWE people. I'm only here for the perks. You're our Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I resemble that <laughs> remark. Um, I, I, I just want... It's just... I was not expecting, of all things, that to happen. Because it was so far out of left field. So I understand. Because even for Kenny at this point, it's like, oh, so we're going there now. We've just gone full yeah. off the deep end. I am, I am here for that. Because at this point, I don't know whose idea it was first. I don't know if Kenny Omega or John Moxley came up with this first, and I don't know if the oh, no, worst. No. This was Tony. This was Tony Khan, a hundred and ten fucking percent. This was Tony Khan's decision. What I imagine happened though is that John and Kenny. Tony had multiple more adjectives in there. Tony was like exploding barbed wire, gummy bear, murder, death, lumberjack, death match. Let's pull back a few of those, Tony. M- murder death lumberjack death, death match jack match lumber anyway. death jack match yes well uh, what i imagine happened is moxley and kenny came up to each other they stared at each other and knew what was going to happen they said at the same time barbed wire death match uh we got to get tony in <laughs> like on this step brothers yeah <laughs> did we just become <laughs> friends? they went into they went into tony's room his office or whatever the fuck he has. Like, Tony, we got an idea. It's gonna be crazy, but we just want you to listen. And he just looks up. 
barbed wire death lumberjack match on a pole, right? No. We were just gonna say an Iron Man match, Tony. <laughs> oh. Can we find, like, some common ground here? Meanwhile, Hangman's outside waiting for his lumberjack and coke match. <laughs> Whenever that happens. Jesus. Anyway. Uh, actually, speaking of Hangman Page, Hangman Page is amazing. Uh, yeah. And I now look forward to the Hangman Page versus uh, Matt Hardy match. I'm looking forward to a Matt Hardy match. How weird is that? Because uh, they're having a money match, which is, again, something you would hear in freaking, like, NWA back in the fucking 80s. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Also, Hangman and Dark Order for life. Um, because it's finally happening. It's finally happening, people. And I couldn't be happier if I tried. That's a lie. I could be happier. Uh, COVID couldn't have happened. I could have gone to WrestleMania this yeah, last year. And we could anyway, have, like, gotten to uh, see each other. Which Yeah. Yeah, and I could have seen Minoru Suzuki twice. Anyway... <laughs> Moving on. Fuck you, nerds. Minoru Suzuki. Anyway, moving on. Uh, The the IWGP, what am I talking about? The AEW Women's Japanese Tournament happened, and holy (laughs) fuck. Holy shit. It was fucking so good. Oh, that's what my heel of the week was going to be before I decided on it. It was going to be the chat during that tournament. Uh. You mean the Sims? No, no, no. Before it was more the people uh, going against Vaney, and I'm like, no, no, you stop, don't you do it? Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. Don't worry about it. But the match quality was definitely there. Uh, Vaney's showing why they are definitely a a standout. I I would I would pay good money for a Vaney versus uh, God, I can't even can't even think. Rosa? Let alone talk right now. Uh, uh, Nyla Rose, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was saying uh, I would, Thunder I would, Rosa. I would pay for that. Yeah. Freaking, freaking, Vaney did an Orihara moonsault. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, did y'all see where, uh, Vaney, where they did, um, a, uh, the tribute, all of their tributes to Hanakamura? Like, yeah, that was yeah great. she had the uh, Hanakamura's kimono. Yeah, one of the people in Stardom actually had like one of uh, Hanakamura's old jean jackets. Yeah, that was really sweet. I like that a lot. That was probably my match of the match of the night. Vaney versus uh, I think it was Sakura. That was my match of the night. I loved that one. Uh, Amy Sakura. And, uh, Dylan, what was it you were saying before we started when Scotty was dealing with his tech issues? Just how angry you were because we sent you into thinking that Maki Ito was going to do well. <laughs> yeah, I I forgot she lost, and I was like, "Wait, her entire gimmick is that she's a loser." Why did I think she would do well? <laughs> oh uh, no, actually, I feel worse for Blake because you already had her going a long way, and you convinced Blake to join you down the primrose path. I was the only one who still believed in Naja Kong. I mean, I yeah, I. I I still believe in who I think is going to win it, win the whole thing. But yeah, yeah, that's that's some stuff. But it was a great tournament. I'm definitely excited. Yeah, uh, for the rest of it, um, the American side of it's looking good. Uh, the match between Riho with the Gato Clutch, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby. Yeah, baby. It's coming back. I can't tell you how hard I pop for that. Um, because I. I fucking, I pop hard for stupid shit. I was very glad, Uh, because I forgot just how long it's been since I saw Riho in the ring. 
She's so good, dude. She's so small, she can escape any submission move ever. Yep. Daniel Bryan could, like, tie her into a pretzel, and she would just pop out. She'd crawl out like a snake. That's a submission match I'd love to see. Yeah. Um, in uh, other company news, um, one of the coolest tag teams New Japan has has come to impact. Oh, G.O.D.? No, 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 no. They're still over there. I'm talking about old Finn Juice, baby. The team me and Dylan trolled for an entire match length in um, in Daytona once. Fucking Finn Juice. <laughs> I lo- oh, yeah, we did do that. <laughs> <laughs> I only remember three things from that. I remember us calling Chase Owens versus... Uh, it was Cobb, wasn't it? Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb, uh, uh, the Jushin Thunder Liger match, and then uh, me saying, he's- "Shit, we did get to see Jushin Thunder Liger, didn't we?" Yeah, and then uh, screaming, "He's dead!" After Kenny and Coda did the power bomb into a German suplex, and Naito landed directly on his head, and I thought he was, I thought oh, it was oh, over. No. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Dylan, you. No. I just got up and yelled, he's dead, and everybody yeah. looked at no, me. No, no, my favorite moment of that whole show was the guy two rows in front of us who turned around and said, do you assholes have a podcast? And we said, we do, in fact. Here's the I, did t- I did preface that with, it's yes. nothing like this. Yeah. 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 Um, is that the one that y'all called me, like, just ha- like three sheets of the wind afterwards? No, 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 that- no, no, that was the year after. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in addition, apparently in MLW, they're resurrecting Lucha Underground, but as Azteca Underground, apparently. It's, it doesn't matter. King Cuerno's not gonna be there. Who gives a shit? Oh, yeah, because he just got, who did, he just signed with somebody, didn't he? No, he's fucking Phantasmo. He's the cruiserweight champion. Well, yeah, so he just signed with somebody, (laughs) didn't he? I wouldn't say just. Yeah, a year ago. You just signed with him. It's okay. What happened? This episode is broken. Patreon.com slash the load of BS, the website where you can support us, get access to exclusive content, and now we've got multiple tiers for you to ch- help us out. We used to only charge $5, but now you can choose $2, $5, $10, and any of those tiers, you get access to our exclusive show, Wrestling History X, where we take deep dives into some of our favorite moments in the history of professional wrestling. We've done episodes on Daniel Bryan. Dylan did two on Kenny Omega, in case you didn't know who Dylan was, and I did an awesome one on CM Punk, and you can find all of that at patreon.com slash a load of BS. Who are we annoying, Dylan? Oh, I think I can, I'll think I'll do, I think I'll do my next Wrestling History X on John Moxley. Oh, yeah, that, that, that yeah. tracks, actually. I thought you, I thought you were about to do the tweet. I thought you were. Hold on, you guys are both talking. What were you saying, Dylan? I, I said it only works if you wear that jacket behind you for the entire recording. I fucking oh, yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. The fight the fight boys Moxley jacket. Um I genuinely uh, Anyway, I need you to I need you to tweet at Riho and just put Gato Clutch in all caps with like sixteen exclamation marks after it. <laughs> okay. I did preface it with hey in low caps, which really ramps Hey, Riho. Gato uh, Clutch <laughs> Yeah. That sounds right. Hashtag Reho. That sounds like our energy. Yeah. All right. On to, well, uh, 
Do 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 boys, it's time for another episode of What Did Chris Jericho Do This Week? But it's not what Chris Jericho did, it's what his wife did. Take it away, Blake! All uh, right. Like, uh, we were talking about this a little bit more uh, earlier, and it's just simply, in the vein of last week's My Heel of the Week, Chris Jericho's wife was at the Capitol during the insurrection, Live tweeting on the mall. Fuck everything about that. With a sign that said, I'm gonna give AOC the Judas effect. Although, I'm sorry, did she actually have that or did you just make that up? I made that up, but it does kind of track. Now, her, her tweet about that was, break the Capitol walls down, is what she said. Oh my god! That is great! Oh, fuck. Not not literally, but just because of how it, it, stupid it is. It's terribly it is. stupid. That's great. Um, just move on. Just move on. Just fuck that whole family. Just that Can whole I family. Can I say the top comment on Reddit as of the moment that I'm reading this? Sure. Yeah. Oh man, she's gonna be so pissed when she finds out she married a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into our heels and baby faces. Um, I'll start with heel because we already talked about her last week, and it almost feels wrong to call her a heel because of the fact that she's now pregnant. But Lacey that's, that's Evans- a baby face move <laughs> yeah, for me. It is. Yeah. It is. I told you it's the only time in my life I've actually been happy somebody was pregnant. Oh, oh, I I know that, because when I visited you after Emily got pregnant and showed you a picture of the sonogram, you had to stare at it for a solid two minutes until you understood what you were looking at. You were like, why are you showing me this picture of an alien? (laughs) But, uh, Lacey, it's not that I'm upset she's pregnant. I'm very happy for her. I'm happy for her husband and the fact they they get to continue having a family, because that's... Lacey does seem like the, like, family motherly type, and for that I'm happy. What I'm not happy about is the fact that they're continuing the storyline on WWE TV, and it's apparently Ric Flair's kid in K-Fabe. Oldest right, longest life, Longest life. Oldest daddy in the room. Space Space Mountain spitting out another asteroid. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god yeah I just, come on just let it end this was your obvious turning point just let it end or at you know least what you just can like, do you can you can suck a dick that's what wwe says yeah i i even fantasy booked it which would just be Lacey tells rick you, wait, i can't you, you do fantasy this booked them sucking a dick no, well, yes, that is oh, well. okay. That's that would have helped. That would have been way better. I would have. Yeah, but no, just have her tell Rick, "I can't participate in the match." What do you mean? And then reveal she's pregnant, and have Rick immediately just go full depression for two hours because the only thing keeping him relevant had disappeared. And then in the main event, new number one contenders match: Charlotte versus Lacey's tag team partner. Peyton Royce, during the match, Charlotte's about to win, Rick comes out, apologizes, fakely, basically trying to get on the good graces of someone who could put him in the limelight again, Charlotte gets distracted, rolled up, now Peyton Royce versus Asuka at the pay-per-view, and just 
slide Rick over to Peyton, who honestly would have made this storyline better because Aussies rule. Like, that's all you have to do. You're welcome. Um, I'm sorry, I I zoned out. Did you say anything (laughs) relevant? Well, I said Ric Flair, so... No. 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 no, Okay, got it. Thank you. Oops. Moving on, Blake, what's your heel oh, of the God, week? Oh, God, my heel of the week. So, it's another it's another dumbass WWE decision. So, y'all will be happy to know that earlier this week, WWE, as a company, decided that for all of their employees over this year, after a bad uh, earnings report, even though they made so much money last year, even though they, they are doing gonna- so well... They were going to have to fight Matt Hardy Mm -hmm. for all of their payments. Their big money. No, WWE has decided to freeze employee promotions and raises. They put a freeze on that, which also means that I'm willing to bet that they put a freeze on hiring at the corporate level. What? Oh, that... That's not good. I just applied for, like, three writing jobs with WWE. Oh, no! Well, you know what? They might fire an old writer and hire you on for pennies. Fucking pennies, my dude. Um, Do you wanna... Wait, Scotty, did you, uh... Did you add the bit where we talked about their, uh... Their charity thing to the pre-show? Are we gonna talk about that uh, now? Oh, we can... We can talk about that now. Yeah. uh, More than like... Oh, wait, no, no, that was during the show! That was earlier, (laughs) actually, yeah. We talked about that. (laughs) No, it just adds on to their idiotic bullshit tactics. It all started with Twitch. And then... They came for the Twitch. And I did not say anything, for I was not a Twitch. We did say a lot, actually. I did specifically. They came for Twitch, and I said a lot, and it didn't fucking matter. They came for the charities, and I got pissed, and it didn't matter. Then they came for the fucking promotions, and I can't do fucking shit except for not give a damn about this company anymore, even though I have to talk about it every week, because it's the biggest fucking company And it's the one that does the most shit, and it also, I cannot wait for the day that we could go an entire episode of Fight Boys without talking about fucking WWE. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck, Mike. I'd like to go a whole episode without talking about WWE being giant assholes. Yeah, that, that's gonna be, that's what I'm waiting for. Which is somehow less likely than what I said. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking of uh, speaking of WWE, uh, we suck at picking Holy WWE shit. events apparently because we want to combine four for fifteen <laughs> on this last pay per view. Wait, um, actually three for fifteen. We had a twenty percent. Oh, that's right. Blake got. Uh, yeah, none. I had a. <laughs> actually, that means he earns two points. We did have that standing rule that if you got none right, you got five points. Oh wait, okay. I'll I'll throw it on there. Wait, really? Was it five or two? I think it was two. Was it two? Let's just, two yeah, just put me up to 79. It's not like I'm, <laughs> it's not like you're, Dylan is still six points ahead of me and Scotty is ten, uh, ten points, ten fucking points ahead of me right now. <laughs> it was, I actually do believe it was five points because we did that, we did it like a year ago where, where I was, my choice, my picks were so unlikely. Oh yeah. That, uh. That you were just like, you know what, if you get everything wrong, I'll give you five points. Yeah. So Blake managed to do it. Uh, somehow well, I well, managed- Well, hold on. <laughs> that rule may not turn out well for you guys this weekend, 
Because I'm fairly sure I, well, other than, ah, damn it, I did pick Roman. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, you did pick Roman. I could just say Kevin Owens wins the championship, lie, and get the full five. You could, you could, but then we would refuse to pay you because you're throwing. It's no, no dignity. The payment doesn't go to me, it goes to a charity. Anyways, it's fine, it is charity. Uh, correct, correct, but you're you're being a dick about it, <laughs> which is against the spirit of a charity. All, can we I don't decide know if you're collectively aware. after this episode and this bullshit that the loser has to give to Sammy for Syria? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's way Why better. do we have to wait till after the episode? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's it, fucking it, do it. Yeah. S- anyway, we uh, we suck at this. I'm trying to decide. I, by the way, I figured it out. Um, we, like, Blake and I started doing a lot worse after the pandemic started because our we had full apathy yeah. about WWE at that point, and from then on, we could no longer care enough to do anything. Yeah. So that's when you started taking over because you actually still liked the company. Yeah. Well, you you also, like, Scotty also forced himself to watch everything that WWE was doing for a good stint there. Yeah. <laughs> that's why me and that... That's why me and my drug dog get along so well. We're just kind of like blind-faced fools staring up with our tongues wagging happily at whatever happens to be put in front of us. <laughs> But even you couldn't keep that up forever, so we're in the oh, place yeah. that we are now. I'm happy to be back at a place where I can look at shit and be like, this is good. Yeah, and you still did the best out of all of us. Yeah, well, I did two. I got two out of five correct. Dylan got one, and then uh, you got zero. So congrats on getting the most points out of this, I guess. <laughs> I Yeah, I... As lo- I feel like that rule can stand as long as we keep each other honest. Yeah. There we go. Like, I'm, I'm gonna keep uh, roaming. Anyway, anyway uh, on to our baby faces. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, we do talk about the good things. Um, I was just reviewing how shittily we did during that whole pay-per-view. None of them honestly surprised me, though. Like, not, like Dakota and Gonzalez winning, I'm like, ah, it's just a feather in uh, Raquel's cap before she faces Io and beats her for the title. None of it was a surprise. It was just a matter of, oh, wow, you just did the most basic shit, huh, NXT? Okay. Yeah, there were no surprises is the thing. But let's get to baby faces, because I want to talk about mine since we've already touched on it. Yeah, yeah, go on. And it is the fact- go on, Go on, big dog. It is the fact that AEW has some of the best crazy ideas in wrestling. And it's just oh, like- easily. You just- Every week at this point- I am at the point where I don't know what to expect anymore in the best way possible, because that is how we got things like fucking Le Dinner de Bonaire, or the exploding barbed wire death match. How the fuck do you come up with these things and make them serious enough that I am just so in? Because they're buck wild, <laughs> crazy ass ideas. But they treat them so fucking deathly seriously in their own way that it just always works. There have been some fucking stinkers, and we all know that. We've all we've brought them up. But fuck me. Like like Chris Jericho saying, I've been trying to get to Sammy and have Sammy apologize to me all week. I'm very upset about what Sammy did. 
Anyway, Sammy Guevara is dead to me, and I don't want to hear his name ever again. Okay, Chris, you need to pick a level, because right now you're on two separate levels. Yeah, like I said, but then the fucking X Factor asserted his dominance. Tony Khan came in and said, listen, y'all, you might all be wrestlers, but I'm the biggest mark here. So suck it. I know what marks want. (laughs) Biggest mark in the game. God damn, I wish I was as rich as Tony Khan. That's all I have to say. That's all. Yeah. Um, well, my baby face of the week. God, we picked AEW all again, didn't we? Fucking marks. Um, (laughs) my baby face is Sting. Because going back to a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the Goldberg debacle and the fact that after a one match, Goldberg w- looked like he was about to literally die in the ring while Drew McIntyre stared down at him. And I can't remember, I think it was Dylan who said, like, it's understandable why people hate Goldberg, but then like Sting. And Sting proved it this week when he took a fucking power bomb from Brian Cage. The move that, not exactly the same move, but it was a bomb that took his career out last time. He said, let's do it again and let the big man do it to me. Let the big, big man drop me. Now, I will say, there are many more inherent risks to a buckle bomb. So a standard yeah. power bomb is cool, but the fact that Sting, after all of the shit that he went through, after the fact that he suffered such a terrible injury at the hands of a powerbomb maneuver. He said, fuck it, we're going again. It's almost like when Stone Cold came back from, like, the the broken neck and would just wiggle his head around just to be like, I'm gonna show y'all motherfuckers, my neck is fine. Uh, Apparently, post-show, Tony Schiavone was doing an interview and they were like, hey, um, why? The fuck did you let a 61-year-old man get powerbombed? And he's like, it's Sting. I'm not gonna tell Sting no. It was his idea. He wanted to do this. Meanwhile, in Japan, Keiji Muto, who's had both of his knees replaced, won uh, won the NOAA Heavyweight Championship, and fucking Hell yeah. uh, Fujiwara regularly wrestles in his late 60s because I really don't know why WWE like kept pushing people to burn out is like Japanese wrestlers can wrestle into their late sixties, sometimes their early seventies WWE, like Kofi, like even in the new day podcast, we were talking about like, yeah, I can't even play basketball. Yeah. I can't even do, I can't even do full court. And I'm just like, they fucking force them to wrestle like five times a week. Like they force them to basically wrestle a year long G one. We don't get to see it. Because it's all house shows, but yeah, like, I think, honestly, that's the best thing COVID did for WWE, was help their wrestlers not have to do shit every single day. And not only that, it basically killed WWE's momentum with house shows, because even now they're talking about not doing as many, if any, when um, they can start doing touring again. So, I'm fine with that, because it does mean that the WWE wrestlers get a much-needed break. I mean, I would be, because the only thing that would make me upset is losing my favorite thing, which is house show shenanigans. Yeah. I love some, but like, just one show on the weekend. 
Raw does a Friday show, SmackDown does a Saturday show, and then they have the full week after their show is over or before their show starts to spend time with their family, to heal their bodies, and then come the weekend they do shit. Like that's it. It's it's an easy it's an easy fix. Yeah. Anyways, Dylan, your baby face. Oh, my baby face is Excalibur, because uh. Homeboy killed it during the, uh, the women's it. tournament. He pulled a Joey Styles. Uh, oh God! Uh, and just did the whole the whole Japanese thing by himself. Yeah, I remember tuning in and hearing his voice and going, "Is it just? It is just him. Holy shit! Yeah, he was being the color commentator and the play by play man. He was doing both of them. Yeah, uh, I respect that fucking hustle, man." Excalibur, I think, is my current, like, top if top three, if not my favorite um, commentator in the game right now. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really, he's really doing it. My only regret is that I don't get, uh, I don't get to, to see Chuck Taylor and Excalibur do commentary, but oh, yeah. I'll settle for Excalibur and Taz. I fucking loved uh, Gazi messaged me the other day and goes, these guys, uh, these guys are ridiculous. Look at this. And it was a company that was trying to hire Gazi to wrestle named Excalibur Wrestling. And he was like, I, I, they're going to get sued, right? I'm like, yeah, those guys are unbelievable. Um, I, I just got finished watching the, uh, the Soul Eater anime and, uh, there is a there is a character in that which is Excalibur, the actual literal sword, and he has a fucking oh, yeah. theme song, and it's just him going Excalibur over and over again. <laughs> and I cannot help but think that every time Excalibur is mentioned now in wrestling, that's good. Oh, also, uh, Excalibur, without dropping it once, fully uh, like pro- properly uh, pronoun Venny. For an yeah. entire match. If you were watching WWE, that would not have happened. Not out of spite, just one of them would have fucked it up. Yeah. Probably Jerry Lawler. They would have had him there for some reason. Oh, God. If there's <laughs> anybody on the commentary team that would have fucked it up, no. The the top two would be Jerry Lawler and um, JBL. Jim Ra. Oh, JBL. I was going to say JR. JR would have done it, AEW. He probably yeah. would do it. Easily. I honestly think Shivani would probably be pretty good about it, but he might still fuck up. Well, that would be after his fifth pina colada of the night that Tony would fuck up on it. But yeah, that made me happy. See some non-binary representation on AEW kind of television. So that was awesome. But now, on to something that's not gonna be awesome, more than likely. Elimination Chamber, a show that has four announced matches because one of them has a pregnant lady in it, and they've yet to change it, which I feel like they needed to do on Raw, but they dropped the ball entirely. It's still, Dylan pointed it out, it's still up on the Wikipedia page, Asuka versus pregnant woman with Ric Flair. Uh, no, 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 they changed it now. They're gonna Asuka. pull a Snitsky angle. Yeah, they've changed it now um, to uh, a fan fiction that somebody wrote, which is Oscar versus pregnant Ric Flair. <laughs> it's Oscar versus. I thought you were going to say Oscar versus Peyton Royce. Something some asshole came yeah, up with. with. All right, uh, uh, up first with the U.S. Championship on the line, Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee 
versus Matt Riddle. All, all of these are multi-man, basically, so Blake uh, Blake gets first draft. I got first draft on three out of four matches, and I just felt so good because we all agree on the fourth match. I can't wait for you to whiff all three of them. <laughs> I, I might. If I fucking whiff all three of these and Roman somehow loses, I will welcome the other five points. <laughs> um, but You're no. just going to be at the last match. Lose! Lose, 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 lose. 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 I, um, I picked Lashley because I just don't fucking see it yet. Um, I, 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 I believe that that he is the U.S. Championship can become limitless. Yeah, no, I, I think I would have went with Dylan's pick as well of Keith Lee. Um, and because of the rules, that means I get to pick the shitty abuser. So thanks for that, you guys. Thanks for putting that on my record of Scotty picked an abuser to win the U.S. championship. You're welcome. I hope you feel even worse if he wins. My, my, my favorite, my favorite thing is the person that tweeted like, "Man, feel so bad for for potheads because because Matt Riddle is your representation in the WWE." Yeah. Oh God, um, <laughs> this is just... Riddle's been injured. He's been replaced by Velveteen Dream. Fuck. Oh. Damn it! The, the, my favorite thing about this is we rehired Travis Banks, and he's in the match. God damn it! <laughs> Newest signee to the to the the, the company, and, and I don't even think this is the angriest you got in the predictions with getting screwed out of who you wanted. Oh no, easily not. Um, that comes in a few, but before that, the Raw Elimination Chamber, and I'm kind of happy with all of these, with all of our picks here. It is, of course, the winner uh, becomes WWE Champion, Blake. Uh, would you like to begin with the obvious answer? With the, yes, the obvious answer, and the most likely answer is Drew McIntyre retains at the Chamber, because I, A, hate a champion losing at the Elimination Chamber just about as much as WWE does. Which is why I just went with the safe options. Oh, as somebody who has booked a chamber-style pay-per-view for the past four years, champions do not lose in the Elimination Chamber unless you're getting beat by Bray Wyatt that one year. Uh, or, or, or if you're FELLA! <laughs> <laughs> unless you're a Peaky Blinders rip-off, you're gonna bro-kick everybody. Yeah. So, Drew, Sheamus, and then, of course, I have Randy to set up, hopefully, Randy Edge 2, but... What do you mean, hopefully? Well, I, it's... it's uh, fuck. Because right <laughs> now, it's... Why would you do that to us? Why would you do that to yourself? I want Roman versus Brian at the... Okay, unless... Unless we do get Finn versus Edge. Which would only, be great. Yeah, the only other person is Orton. Uh, or the only other person for Edge to fight that would be a good money match, which is what I'm well, thinking no, about gonna, when it comes to... They're gonna to blow off Randy versus Fiend at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's the shitty thing, ain't it? Uh -huh. That is the shitty thing. Uh -huh. Unless Orton v. Edge at Mania, mid-match, Fiend returns. No, they're not going to do that at Mania. Shut the fuck up. They they had fucking Rollins cash in at Mania. They've done ridiculous shit before. That is true. I'll give you that. I'm not I'm not dealing with your fantasy booking shit. All right. Uh on to the SmackDown Chamber where the winner will instant insta enter a match against Roman Reigns for the title. Ultimate heel shit. 
I see Blake prepping. He's stretching for it. Uh, hold, what is what? it, baby? Oh, hold on. No, no, not yet. No, 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 not yet. Yes. 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 Daniel Bryan for the win. Mostly because I want to see Bryan Roman again. Because that yeah. was a killer fucking match last time. Even though I had my disappointment of lol Roman wins. And at this point, now that Roman's heel, I don't care anymore. Well, it's heel Roman versus an already beat up Daniel Bryan, which is money. But it also could build an instant babyface number one contender like Dylan's pick. Mm -hmm. I, too, believe in the Cesaro section. (laughs) Yeah. I will be firmly in the Cesaro section, as I have been for many years. Uh rooting for the Swiss cyborg man uh, <laughs> to win the elimination chamber. Because the thing is, is of all the people there, the only person that I feel could give the best post-chamber match for Roman, like an actual, like, oh, this is a match, is him. Yeah. Cause, like, because, like, I believe... Because like, Daniel's shoot injured. Right? Oh, is he? I don't think so. I didn't know it was a shoot injury. injury. Yeah. But like for I thought they were for, riding the line with it. With if it's Daniel, I think it's I think Daniel loses here, goes on to face Roman at Mania, beats Roman at Mania. Maybe. Oh, hold on. Stop, stop. You just made my knees weak. Oh boy. <laughs> if it's if it's Cesaro, this is a one-time star making match for Cesaro, and then Roman versus Edge. Or alternately Kevin Owens, my pick wins, and this is just the ultimate blow-off to the Roman Owens storyline, which should have happened at the Rumble, because that was a fucking badass match, but if they want to do one last gasp at it, that's my only argument, because you boys left me with nothing. You left me with not shit. As As a matter of fact, Scotty's response to Dylan picking Cesaro was, motherfucker! Yes, it was. Uh, I I want you to know that uh, what, if Sheamus wasn't in the WWE uh, Chamber match, I would have picked somebody that wasn't even in the match. Because I <laughs> I totally would have picked M- Mustafa Ali to win the title in the greatest high, the new greatest heist of the no the greatest heist of heist of this decade. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so do y'all want me to read out the betting odds for the three big matches? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I just looked them up. All right. Current uh, current uh, best odds for U.S. champion, Bobby Lashley. Um, current best odds for uh, WWE, Drew McIntyre. Current best odds for the Universal Championship, number one contenders elimination match, Kevin Owens at negative 115. Okay. Um, second place with plus 160, Cesaro, and third with plus 500 is Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I could see that, because, like... So what you're saying was, is, I did the best. That's what I heard. Yeah. What are, what are, wait, what are Seamus' odds for the chamber? Uh, let's see, Seamus is plus 300, but he's second to Drew. Okay. Yeah. Nailed it. Alright. Well, <laughs> until next week. Where, or, no, what did you learn this week? Oh, I f- learned that you don't know the format of this show after three years, four years, five years? I- is this show infinite? 
Yes. Yeah, it is. It is. I've learned this ep- this episode broke me somehow. I don't know how. It was probably my dog getting high with me. It's all the it's all the bleach in your Ric Flair hair. The terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible things. And I've learned that the only real way to get the uh, the door to open is to break the Capitol walls down. <laughs> oh fuck you. And now let's talk about Patreon. Wait, no. Nope. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. And you can find me at Hatsumex on YouTube on our uh, Fallout 3 retrospective uh, playthrough series. Special thanks to Tom McGuire and the... Be- nope. Oh, wait. Hold on. No, that's Stop. not right. That was, that, was, find- that was me fucking up last night. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O, and check out all the other podcasts, including Fun Fiction, which... Oh, shit. That episode's not out yet, but it's gonna have a badass episode on Gravity Falls coming out soon. We're doing a lot of fun shit over there, and it's it's honestly my second favorite show to do. I love hanging Man, with I appreciate my- you lying to us. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you I don't find all of that. I don't know which one you're lying about because we do two shows together. Oh, that one's far. That's down on the <laughs> list quite a bit. And you can find all of them at a load of pure Special thanks to Mega Ran for our theme song, Fighters from Mega Ran. Uh, give Mega Ran a listen. Uh, check out his stuff on YouTube. Check out uh, everything that he's doing. Check him out on Twitter. And uh, give him some support because he's. He has supported us. We have uh, latched onto him as much as possible, and he's a great dude. Seriously. I love the fucking fact that you're like, well, is a load of BS high up on your scale of favorite shows to do, Scotty? Well, I gave so little shits that last night we spent the whole show talking about macaroni and cheese, so no, No. boy. It's not that high up on my list of priorities. and as always, you can find us at loadofpurebs.com. Step up to the merch table at merch.loadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boy Show Rio. Because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life! <laughs>